story reading, baby. You should hear the things that she says. She said, hun, drop dead. I'd rather go to bed with Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Cuddle up with William S. Burroughs. Leave on the light for bell hooks. I've been flirting with Pierre Burton because he's so smart in his books. I like to go out dancing. My baby loves a bunch of authors. My heart's a broken bleeding. Baby's just sitting there doing some reading. So I started watching some TV, played my new CD player too. She said, turn it off or I'll call the cops and I'll throw the book at you. All this arguing made me get dizzy, called my doctor to come have a look. I said, doctor, hurry, he said. Don't worry, I'll be over when I'm finished my book. I like to go out dancing, my baby loves a bunch of authors. We've been living in hobbles, spending all our money on brand new novels. So I got myself on a streetcar and it drove right into someone. You know, the driver said, I was looking straight ahead. But he was reading the Toronto Sun. So, so my honey and me go to a counselor to help figure out what we need. She said, Well, get your love growing. But before we get going, here's some books I'd like you to read. I like to go out dancing. My baby loves a bunch of authors. Lately, we've had some friction. Good afternoon. You've got Living Writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Today on the program, I'm so happy to have from Literati Bookshop, um, Mike Gustafson and Hilary Lau. Welcome, guys. Hey, Hi. thanks for having us. Yeah. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> well, it's wonderful to have you here and, and have you back in Ann Arbor because um, it's been sort of a homecoming for both of you re- returning Um here to open up the bookshop. Uh, and so probably for this hour, we'll talk about the like the how and the why you came back. Sure. <laughs> and the dream, the bookshop dream and vision. Yeah. And, um, and many thanks to Stephanie for engineering today and picking the first song that we just heard. Which was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which will, you'll now maybe hear piping through the audio system. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll play that at the bookstore. Yeah, it's a bookstore song. <laughs> and so you guys, what... What happened? When did this idea start? Did it happen one rainy day in Brooklyn where you both were living for a time? Or did it start even earlier than that? I don't know. I think owning a bookstore that sounds kind of crazy and and in an age where, you know, there were lots of chain bookstores that necessarily wasn't... um, didn't always seem feasible. But I worked with independent bookstores at Simon & Schuster. And... um, Working with them kind of really made me want to do that. And then I think also Michael and I spent a lot of time in bookstores ourselves with our free time, with events that they always held. And I think we were like, this is really great. Um, this is awesome. And then... And so you sort of try, you used, like, you spent your free time going, like, building community in mm-hmm. these bookshops. Right. Where you were. You were drawn to them. Yeah. And I think, you know, they always had author readings and... and you know, comedy nights and different things that that really drew you in for for everything from, you know, a specific book to just different interests. And it was really great. And I think obviously when when Chum and Drum and Borders closed, it was like, what 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 about Ann Arbor? Where is the new independent bookstore, the downtown? We frequented and perused a lot of uh, bookstores in Brooklyn, like Greenlight, who helped mentor Hillary uh, when we came up with the plan. Um, she worked in Greenlight Bookstore for a few months just to make sure that that was something that she would want to do. She was on the sales side for a long time and um, not in the bookstore side. So Right, on the publisher side. Not and in she the would come side. home so happy <laughs> every day. She would come home with just, I mean, she would do her work at Simon Schuster and then go work in the bookstore and come home at like 10 at night exhausted but so happy and I was like we have to do this this is your calling <laughs> yeah oh, that's, so you knew so both of you in yeah. a way knew at that, that yeah point. I think so and you know it was it was great to get that hands-on experience which was I worked during the holidays so it was a lot of just restocking and really mundane things but that I loved and I think that's that's part of what owning a bookstore is so yeah, because it's part of the mission of being being with the books. Actually, the artifact of the book itself. Exactly. And so it's not just oh you're restocking, but it's finding. It sounds like, well, I mean we're, we probably talk about how you laid out the shop, like all these things. Like when you start thinking about it, it's not like you just. <laughs> 
just throw the books on all the shelves. Like there's definitely a, a pattern to it. Well, first of all, how did you choose the location? Because you're at 124 East Washington Street. Yes. Um, Correct. As many people know. How did, how did this come in? So downtown, check. Yeah. We really wanted to be downtown. And, you know... Ann Arbor's a tough market for finding spots. There's not a lot of, there wasn't, weren't a lot of spaces available. And um, we looked at a number of different places, many of whom didn't want to rent to us because they didn't believe bookstores were a viable business. Um, we got a lot of people hanging up on us when we told them we <laughs> wanted to start a bookstore. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. So, but you it know, it seems kind of rude. Should we call out any names? Like, now it becomes like revenge of the books. Like, These are people who did not believe in books in Ann Arbor. <laughs> yeah, they're on a list they will, somewhere. They will be harassed in Ann Arbor. But yeah, no, I mean, but that's that's a viable concern. At least the dominant narrative is that bookstores, you know, can exist in this digital age, which is completely false. And so, um, we did find our landlord who was, you know you know, a little wary, but really supportive. And, and we, we started negotiations with him and realized how great a spot it was. Washington really is an up and coming street, lots of new restaurants and businesses. And even, you know, Sava um, is opening a new restaurant just down the block. So it really is becoming a good place to be. So lots of foot traffic exactly. as well. Mm-hmm. And really close, well, quite close, isn't it, to the new parking facility by the library and post office, exactly. too. So foot traffic plus easy to park and go to for a reading. Or right. There's, there's a parking garage right across the street from us as well. And, oh, right. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the parking's great. There's not an issue there. We had originally thought about Carytown, um, too, which would have been a good spot, but parking's a little more difficult over there. Well, we're also experiencing some construction right now. On oh, fourth, yeah. But oh. everybody, we are open. The businesses <laughs> on 4th are open, and Agatha's is open. Shine is open. Please visit those stores. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I did hear about that this was coming and is it nice to have Aunt Agatha so so close as oh well? yeah they've been like so supportive and and really great and we can you know joke about the industry together and we don't really carry a mystery section so if anybody's looking for a mystery book we send them over to Aunt Agatha's so that's perfect actually because then you wouldn't really need to because it's literally a stone's throw so you could ju- it's well, we do that with a lot of different bookstores. Like, we don't have a expansive um, spirituality section because right. of crazy wisdom. Um, obviously, we don't sell used books. And near our telephone, we have all their phone numbers um, just in case a customer comes in looking for a specific S- same book. Same with um, Vault of Midnight. We don't carry graphic novels because they do a really good job with that. And they've been really supportive. Like, we did a partnership when they were doing free um, comic book day that if somebody brought in a bag from Vault of Midnight, we gave them a 10% discount. So it's it's nice. We kind of have this synergy with the other bookstores in the area. We want to create a culture where people can visit all the great um, independent stores in Ann Arbor, uh, not just not just a few. Yeah. Yes. Maybe there could be a bookshop crawl. Yeah. We, stroll. We've, it's funny you mentioned that. We actually are talking about doing something like an independent bookstore day. Um scavenger hunt type of an event but that's that would be great hillary's now pointing at mike <laughs> yeah are you heading that up mike is that one of your <laughs> yeah we'll see it's it's just in preliminary discussions but we saw the success of free comic book day and we were sort of inspired that you know why isn't there an independent bookstore day in downtown so yeah. we'll see but we do there are some great um book festivals coming up there's the ann arbor book festival um which is at the end of June, and there will be a literary crawl, at least as far as I know, that will be at a bunch of different locations. And then the Carytown Book Fest is um, in September, but the Ann Arbor Book Festival should be fun, so that'll be good. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, with Art Fest as well, bringing oh, yeah. so many people yeah. into the downtown area. So maybe a lemonade stand with books. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Children of Ann Arbor, if you're looking for a lemonade stand, contact Hillary. (laughs) Just kidding. We have sidewalk space. (laughs) We do. Well, let's go back to sort of your your ties to this area. Why choosing Ann Arbor? I mean, it's a book town, and Mm -hmm. we seem to be known across the nation for that. So that's why it was maybe especially horrifying when Borders did close and Shaman Drum and Michigan Book and Supply. Yeah. Hillary, you grew up in Ann Arbor. Right. And frequented all of the bookstores here. And I think um, it just became so much a part of the culture here. 
in Ann Arbor. And just, I think, for families growing up here, that was always a destination. You know, you go downtown, you go to dinner, and then afterwards you go to a bookstore. That was kind of, you know, what you did. And to not have that kind of experience um, downtown, at least for new books, is is kind of was disheartening. And I think, um, you know, that's why we really wanted to do this. Um, and I don't know. What do you think? Well, and you're from Grand Rapids, so I we get from, some of this bio. <laughs> yeah, I am from Grand Rapids, and we went to a different store, um, Schuler's, which is a fantastic independent bookstore out in Grand Rapids. Um, they've got a, a huge location on 28th Street. And so that was part of my growing up experience, was that if we ever wanted a book, we would go to Schuler's. Um, but my entire, most of my entire extended family lives in the Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti, Detroit area, and my parents grew up in Detroit. So this feels like a homecoming very nice and so ann arbor was going to be the destination really when you started well, yeah well, well so but before you went and did the the intern the book internship or mm-hmm. working night, yeah. nights there moonlighting at the bookshop yeah exactly <laughs> um were you were you ever considering other places or was it always this idea of it it or is that no mike's laughing well, <laughs> well no we, we we probably i mean i probably we probably considered well, Michael considered 30 like 30 places, and I was like, no, it's got to be Ann Arbor. But Hillary was always <laughs> saying Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor. I was like, well, what about, or what about, because I just want to explore all the options. But um, Ann Arbor was always at the top of the list, and it always made the most sense. Yeah, I think, I mean, like, that's primary the reason we did it is because there was a lack of a new general bookstore downtown. And um, I think, I don't know, just this is, this is, we wanted to be back in Michigan for a number of different reasons, and this kind of just made sense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and 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 especially because you know um, both of our families are from here. Yeah. So one of my aunt, uh, one of my aunts volunteers at the store. She lives in Carytown. She comes down, works the registers, and uh, my other cousin works two doors down. And uh, it's just very nice to be around family again. Do you guys have um, then a radio sound system in the bookshop? We we do have um, we have audio in the store. We do play the radio, but we don't get the best reception. So oh. we oh. have a problem. Because I was thinking maybe we should do a shout out to who's working right now in Literati. <laughs> oh. Who's 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 if people who's go there? into Literati, who should they say hi to they right now? Tom and Russ. Tom and Russ. <laughs> Tom actually used to work at Chum and Drum, and he's fantastic. And Russ is Russ Breakfield. Russ, would you know yes. Russ? Poet. Russ. Poet. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's great. Um, oh, and musician. And musician. Played and, in our store a week ago. Yeah. His, We're going to start uh, doing um, music every other Friday. We're hoping to do um, music. And so he kicked it off with his group, what, Winter Sessions. Oh, that's wonderful. So every other every other Friday, you'll have We're music trying to do that. We're just getting it up and going. But yes, that's at, the goal at eight on Fridays. Eight on Fridays. Okay. Yeah. And then and you have a, you're sending out tweets, right, Mike? Yeah. For been, about this. So and, <laughs> yeah. and Facebook, and right? Facebook. We've Those, been yeah. doing lots of Facebooks, lots of uh, tweeting, lots of WordPress, lots of uh, communication in the I digital like form. Blog. Yeah, I like which is blog. ironic <laughs> for a bookstore. No, it I think so embrace heavily. it all, right? Because right. not just know your enemy no it's not that it's like how do you use it to build more community and more synergy well as soon as as soon as we uh announced our blog that we signed the lease um it it got really crazy um, uh the support from the ann arbor community we, we we were bombarded in the good kind of bombardment with uh uh just emails and and messages and notes of positivity and um that was a really wonderful experience because we were sort of freaking out, uh, not knowing if this was going to work or not. So we would read all these messages from people saying they're so happy that we were coming in and we're so glad that you're here and that you're taking a chance on this. And um, that would that would keep a keep us going into the night ah uh, and so maybe next year when it comes time for your anniversary all, you can call all these people to come back let's mob the store and yeah. celebrate oh, right? we're definitely <laughs> gonna do a, a very big one-year anniversary if, so. we, if we make it there uh, yeah. no if about it today <laughs> no. on the program mike gustafson here is here hillary lau literati books um at 124 east washington street we'll be back to hear more about the bookshop and mike and hillary you've got living writers i'm t with Stephanie on engineering. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm glad you did. Today on the program, Mike Gustafson is here and Hilary Lau from Literati Books. Um, they're located at 124 East Washington Street at the corner of 4th Avenue. There's some construction happening, but do not let that stop you. Get thee to the bookshop because it's going to be well worth it. Um, and Mike and Hillary, this song that we just played, um, that has special meaning. We're going to be slow dancing to that in a week and a half at our wedding yeah that is our wedding song yeah and um, yeah it's funny because this is super dorky can i tell it i'm gonna tell you can it tell anyway. whatever you'd like. we we sent like you know mixed cds to each other back and forth because we actually met via email and when he, mike was living in michigan and i was living in new york and that was one song that we had both chose to put on the cd and so we decided that would be a good song for us and Besides songs that we send to each other, we also would send books back and forth to each other. So um, it all kind of fits together. <laughs> I sent you, yeah, I sent you Harry Potter because you, I was talking about how great. It's known to be romantic. It's, it's, lots of people, and it fellas. works people out there wooing, if, fellas. You if can. you're listening, Harry Potter is the way to go. Um, Stocked at Literati. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, Hillary was such a skeptic about the Harry Potter experience, as I call it. And, no, but and, I loved it. <laughs> and I was like, just get through, you know, the third or the fourth book, and you will absolutely love it. And um, I sent her a few of them, and and she loves them. Yeah. And what did you send me? Too loud a solitude. Right. And then all of Kitteridge and some of the other ones. Phenomenal so, books. Yeah. yeah. Not not children's literature. No, you sent me Love Is Walking Hand in Hand as well. But I did, and that is a Peanuts cartoon. Yep. book <laughs> anyway <laughs> which will be read at our wedding i think yeah, yeah. instead so. of like um is it corinthians yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yes. we're reading a peanuts cartoon so <laughs> <laughs> and what if but and also <laughs> i love that the even what you sent to each other it shows like this range and breadth Right, right. Which yeah. is also represented at Literati Bookshop. Right? Exactly. We try to we try to be a general bookstore. So we do it. We have a kids section and we have a teen section. You know, fiction, poetry, cooking, history, science, math. We and you know psychology, and we're expanding our social sciences and um, and philosophy as well. So it should be good. Poetry is our second biggest section, surprisingly. So we are going to be expanding that, I think, in the next few days because yeah. it's been selling so well. Um, and, and there's been such a demand um, to have a breadth of titles, so we're trying to build that out. And Russ and John, are two of our employees, um, our poets and MFA grads here, have been really helping us build that out, which is great. That is wonderful. So all the poets have just smiled. <laughs> Stephanie's smiling behind the glass. Everybody out there listening is like, yes, poets and poems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we're expanding our poetry events as well. We've got a uh, event coming up this Friday um, and then an open mic poetry night on Tuesday, both at 8 o'clock. Um, so the open night mic, uh, night mic, <laughs> open mic mic. Okay, great. No, I'll leave it now. Finally, I've done that into the ground, everyone. <laughs> That's May 28th, is it? May 28th on a Tuesday, yeah. With Neutral Zone. With the Neutral Zone. So encouraging young young writers and readers and poets to come. The next two events that we're going to have are, are going to be extremely energetic with young up-and-coming Ann Arbor poets, um, but especially the uh, open mic night um, will feature, I don't know, maybe 15 to 20 yeah. poets. That's how many we had last time. It's something that we'd like to keep doing on the last Tuesday of every month, but we might take a break uh, during the summer. Yeah. Oh, so, so the schedule is sort of it's kind of coming into being like what night might be for what yeah You're sort of it's kind of coming yeah. together organically and in a way yeah totally we're and we're partnering with kind of different um, institutions in Ann Arbor including the neutral zone and you know next month we're going to do a cheese tasting with central provisions which is a new catering company so just trying to to mix it up, be a community center of sorts. Yes. Well, I feel like that's part of your mission. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to be doing things with the library, and, and we're really trying to reach out to everybody and anybody. We don't want to have only uh, book readings and author signings. Um, you know, we Which have is an important part of being a bookstore, of course, but I think that our role as a bookstore in the 21st century is to really be a community center and, and cross different, um, I don't know, categories and interests and bring them in 
So, yeah. Cheese and music. And <laughs> Nothing books says and everything that we like, books. we're, we're going to bring in. So. <laughs> yes. Why not? Right. Because other people will like it as well. Yes. And then maybe you'll have some incredible cheese books. Yeah, well, right. Exactly. Only you guys will have. <laughs> Everyone will have to come. Stephanie, our engineer, also likes cheese. Um, that's, we found out like during cheese. the fundraiser. I mean, who doesn't like cheese? It's hard to find also, somebody that really despises cheese. <laughs> except the lactose intolerant. <laughs> and what else are they intolerant of, I ask? No, I have, I have tendencies. <laughs> but, but this sounds wonderful. So who's, what's the event on Friday? What's, oh, who's that's, re- that's Gaul Librazon. Gaul! I was, I was wondering. Yeah. I, I, Gaul is wonderful. A yeah. wonderful poet. He'll be reading from Bodies, 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 Bodies. Bodies. I believe there's five bodies in the title. And as well as some, he told us as well as some um, new things that he's working on, oh. which we're excited about. Well, Gal, if you're listening out there, give us a call and we'll try to get Stephanie to pipe you in um, to read a poem. So, Gal, if you're listening or, or well, we'll see. But if you're out there, Gal, um, <laughs> and wishing you well. Yeah. Um, this is wonderful. And so Gal is also connected to Neutral Zone because yes. it's one of the published, the books published. Exactly. His them. his book is published through them. It's called Redbeard Press. And so, um, yeah, it's really great. And they have a number of different poets that they publish. And we sell in store, which is great. Um, How about 826? Have you guys forged, because that will be the younger set than the Neutral Zone. <laughs> probably. Exactly. Yeah, we've we've reached out to them and we're going to we're actually going to do I think something later this summer with their adult workshop um, but that we're still working out the details of that but yeah they've been really great they also run a book club um, and they send their book club members to the store to look for the books which is really great so they've been extremely supportive and they also um, helped organize having Dave Eggers come in the store and sign stock earlier um, well, back who is in April. one of my favorite authors and was extremely starstruck which is- <laughs> So that was great. Yeah. I think that was on your Facebook page where you both were shaking one we were of which was his yeah. which was his idea and it was kind of awkward, but he was really friendly and lovely to to, to have in store. That's <laughs> good. Oh, well you've got some you've got some books in front of you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I do. So what if nice and and also a CD. Is that This is not my CD. <laughs> oh, this it's is, not. Oh, okay. Cuz otherwise we probably would be playing it. <laughs> <laughs> this is here. No, I do have some books. Um, you know, Father's Day is coming up, so I was trying to sift through our selection to see uh, what some good Father's Day selections were. Um, sorry. And uh, I chose um, a cookbook called This is a Cookbook. It's sort of perfect for the summer season. Um, they have lots of grilling recipes. And uh, this was actually started by a guy named Max Sussman, who used to work at the restaurant Eve here in Ann Arbor. Oh, I, oh, I wish they could resuscitate I know, Eve that was a great restaurant. Yes. But they, they now live and work in Brooklyn. Um, and um, it's, a, it's a great, we love their fish taco recipe, which is awesome. And Jalapeno also, coleslaw. Oh, yeah. If, but only if you like spicy things. So. Well, and it looks like a great cookbook. It's a nice size. It's actually, um, it's it's got a like it's it's got some heft to it. But it's not one of those sort of unwieldy. Oh yeah, big, it's heavy, easy to use color. in the kitchen because it's paperback. But it's got the nice French flaps, so you can keep your spot. Your French flap. Yeah, French flaps, Good which allow know. you to keep um, your spot in the book. So it's like a built-in bookmark, which is great, especially for a cookbook. Exactly. Great, because then you're always putting trying to put the like bag of flour on it or so to keep it <laughs> right, open. Exactly. Right? So a cookbook. So that's one of the number one like for Father's Day picks. Oh, I think so. I think saying. yeah, every every father likes to grill a little bit. So this this is a good kind of I wouldn't say manly cookbook, but <laughs> Well, it um, looks manly. It does. It it, it is. So and it's, 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 it's also got some good drink recipes. So It's got great drink recipes. So something great for everyone, right. all exactly. genders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a section for summer reading. Um, it's the new David Sedaris book. I know, hugely popular. I know everybody. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Everybody knows him, but, um, you know, I just can't get enough of, of his writing. And uh, uh, this has been selling like hotcakes so, in the so store. So this is Let's Explore Diabetes with Owls. Yes. And and he came, he was at Hill Auditorium. Exactly. Right. right. Back in, back in um, beginning of April, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right before the book came out. So, yeah. Which was too bad, a little bit too bad we couldn't have had the book as he came to town. But right. anyway. Right. Yeah. But I, on your site, I saw that it's one of the top four bestsellers, or I think it was a tweet. No, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, it's yeah. already, I mean, it, it, it came out, what, a few weeks ago, and it's already one of our top five bestsellers. Yeah. Along Anna with, writes right. love David Sedaris. So. 
This is good. Well, well, let's take a short break, and then sure. we'll we'll go back and see hear more of the books in the pile. Um, today on the program, we've got the two owners and operators of Literati Books at 124 East Washington Street at the corner of 4th Avenue, Mike Gustafson, Hillary Lau. Um, I'm T. Hetzel. You've got Living Writers. Welcome back. You've got Living Writers on WCBN FM, Ann Arbor. I'm T. Hetzel, and I'm pleased to have Mike Gustafson here, Hillary Lau um, from Literati Books. Um, so now what we're doing is we've been talking a little bit about the opening of Literati and, and, the, and some of the mission behind it. And I'm sure we'll go back to that because I feel like uh, that is just so compelling and I want to thank you for opening the shop. Oh, thank you. Thanks. We're so happy to be here. I mean, yeah. and embraced by the community. It's just so nice. So we can't thank everyone for coming to the store. You know, it's as, been wonderful. As soon as we flipped the open sign on Easter Sunday, we had people coming into the store within three minutes. We had three people in the store, and we didn't announce it. And um, since then, it's been just a steady stream of customers. It's been great. Yeah. And, mo- and are most people um, responding to even the way the bookshop looks? Because you've created a space that, um, I mean, I know you said you had other sort of books, bookshop mentors, but I think someone had mentioned um, that it also seemed like City Lights. Um, was that Joe, Joe, Joe Gable, Gable had mm-hmm. mentioned that? Like it reminded him of. Yeah, which was a huge compliment. You know, that's. I, we just wanted to make it a really inviting spot and with a great selection of books. And, you know, I, it's lucky that it, it turned out so well. And we got a lot of our furniture from kind of used and secondhand and at Treasure Mart. And one of our employees, Jean, has, was really great. And she had an old tin top table that's beautiful that's in our basement. So it's a hodgepodge, homey feel. But... Um, but we like it. <laughs> it's it's a bi level store, so your your top floor is actually ground level with the sidewalk, and right. then you can go down some some a lovely set of stairs mm-hmm. and and into this cozy ground level, well basement level, uh, which is where your most of your nonfiction and history mm-hmm. and philosophy psychology yeah. section is. It's yeah. also where we do our events, which is um, that that when we first saw the space. We were like, oh my gosh, how are we going to make these two floors work? Um, the basement was a little scary when we found it, <laughs> and and we. Uh, but on Agatha's being across the street, you need to leave that alone. You couldn't make it a mystery, or <laughs> sort of some sort of thriller. No, yeah, haunted house, haunted basement. <laughs> um, but what we are able to do with that is hold um, events in the basement without disrupting the rest of the store uh, up top. You know, a lot of times bookstores will have events, especially smaller bookstores, where people will be coming and going and checking out at the register and talking. Uh, while an event is happening, you know, 15 feet away, and it's distracting, uh, what we're able to do is have uh, people talk downstairs, have a really intimate, low-ceiling type of environment um, where, you know, you can just concentrate on what's happening on the event rather than everything else in the store. 
And it feels it feels cozy, but not compressed. Like it still feels spacious down there. Right. We tried not to to put you know leave seating areas in the center there, so people wouldn't feel too claustrophobic, and they'd have time like a space to browse and and really really spend some time down there, which is nice. It was a lot of work. <laughs> To make it go from creepy haunted to cozy, cozy welcoming, <laughs> especially for a rainy day or to escape the heat. <laughs> All right, right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're really pleased with with how it turned out. We were very worried that uh, customers wouldn't come in down and spend significant amounts of time down there um, because the ceilings are lower. Um, but people will go down there and, and sit and read and browse books for an hour or more. Um, so it seems to be doing well so far. And the, and the events making that a, a community space, too. That's it. I don't know. I feel like uh, now it's going to sound like here's the new age. Here, let's get some cra- call from crazy wisdom <laughs> um, where you, I feel like a place absorbs like the energy, too. So I'm sure it's just like it's everyone's happy down there. The music on yeah. every other Friday. Um, yeah. Abs- and Keith Taylor read there. He w- yes. Was he your kickoff reader? He was. Yes. And it was wonderful. It was just, I mean, we couldn't have had a better person to really kick off the, st- just welcome the store, really. Talk about good spirit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was a, yeah, it was a very, uh, perfect storm type of event that Friday because it was the Fest of Fools. Oh, um, right. Our first event, and it was also like the first day, the first nicer day of weather. It was 55 degrees or so, and people, yeah. you know, after the long spring, people were just itching to get out. So we had uh, well, a yeah, lot of people in our store that yeah. night. Yeah, and it was, you know, Keith is so beloved in the community, so it was so nice to have him come and, and see all the support for him um, and his new chat book, which we have. We have signed copies of the ancient muralette in store, which is wonderful. Um, yeah. Great spring, springtime read. Yeah. And some when I was reading about you guys online, somebody had called him, I guess it was on Arbor Web, Keith Taylor, local book royalty. And yes. I was like, yes. 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 That local is... book royalty. <laughs> so shout out to Keith Taylor if you're exactly. listening. Exactly. Um, well, well, Hillary, you've got a few books as we're yeah. thinking about maybe having a little bit of extra time in spring and summer reading. Yeah. Um, what, what do you have? Um, I'll start with uh, Map of Tulsa, which is a debut novel. Um by Benjamin Lytell, and he's this has been getting really great reviews, and it's kind of a coming-of-age novel um, that I would kind of compare it to um, a little bit of Michael Chabon, a little bit of, um, I don't know, a little bit of Fitzgerald even, and it kind of is, is about a summer um, that a, a young man is home from college back in his hometown of Tulsa, and he has this romance with this girl. And so um, it, it's it's a great summer read, and, and I think one that was really great. And then another one um, is Constellation of Vital Phenomena, which is not light reading per se, but it's definitely the best debut novel I've ever read. Um, high praise. High praise. I don't say that lightly. Everybody yeah. makes fun of me for saying that. No, They're so like, say oh, more about this. Yeah. Why? They, say, they say that that's really a bold statement to make. And, and I stand by it. It really is fantastic. Um, it's his first novel. He's had a bunch of his short stories anthologized and, and published in The New Yorker and other places. But this is his first novel. And it's set in Chechnya. Um, during the wars there, the recent wars, and it follows a few characters through their lives. Um, it's really beautiful. I mean, the writing is elegant and and just so well done. And it's definitely, I mean, it has high praise from, from many people, including Ann Patchett and T.C. Boyle. So um, one that I definitely encourage picking up. And we have a few signed copies left if anyone's interested. And now, so is that, do they send you some signed copies? They or do, do yeah. to come through? Or? No, I I mean, I had requested signed copies because I had loved the book so much. And so they had they had sent, um, I think we got 10, 10 copies signed. So it's wonderful. I think we have a few left. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, maybe you should hold a couple of those aside and then can auction them off at the <laughs> the fundraise. Like, or well, there isn't there a night of music that's coming up yeah. where for independent bookshops or absolutely sips and songs. Um, it's happening on June eighth. Um, we have tickets available at the store. I know Nicholas is selling tickets as well, and it's to benefit uh, the Bink Foundation, which is a book industry charitable foundation. Um, 
the who help bookstores in need. Like when Sandy hit the East Coast, um, a couple of bookstores were flooded and had to close. And so they provided care for them for um, the stores when they were, you know, closed up for business and um, employees couldn't weren't getting paid because they couldn't work. And so they helped those people out, which is really great. Yeah. So we're really trying to plug this event because it's a great event, not just for uh, books, local booksellers, but all booksellers around the country. And, and it's it's an evening of music and wine and food. It'll be great. Beer, it has some cheese. Beer and books. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> books. can't beat that. Yeah. yeah. And where is it going to be held? Um, do we know? Yeah, it's at a, uh, a bar in Ypsilanti. Yeah. Oh, is it Woodruff's? Woodruff's, yeah. okay. yes. Exactly. Yeah. So Sips and Suds, June 8th. Oh, Sips and Sounds. Songs. Songs. Sips and Songs. Sips. There could be even more S's in this name, apparently. <laughs> oh, dear. Sips and, and songs. songs. Right. June 8th, Woodruff's yeah. in Ypsilanti. Yes. And tickets are available at the sh- at Literati. Yeah, right tickets now. are available at the, the store. Um, regular so, tickets are $40, and VIP tickets are $100, and we only have a few of those left. Wow. Okay, yeah. so go now to Literati at 124 Washington and ask Russ for a ticket. <laughs> Okay, right? Yes, um, absolutely. And so, and before we forget, could you say the name of the book that you feel like it's the best debut novel, just so people can write that yes, down? Yes, it's A Constellation of Vital Phenomena by Anthony Mara, M-A-R-R-A. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so what, what else do you have there, Mike, with you? Well, uh, you know, I have a few of my favorite books, but um, one of which is a, is a Michigan writer called uh, Bonnie Jo Campbell, and she wrote American Salvage, which is a collection of short stories that takes place sort of in the rural areas of Michigan. That's um, a great book. It's it's a really, phenomenal really book. Dark. It was it was a finalist for the National Book Award. Um, she's written. Um, uh, what was her follow up to this? Um, Once upon a river. Once upon a river, which is also good. Um, but set in Michigan. Um, has a uh, 14-year-old protagonist, so it's also good as a young adult novel. But Bonnie lives, uh, she lives in Kalamazoo, and, and we're just huge fans of her writing. Um, we would love to have her out for a reading in the next Let's year and that. a half or so. <laughs> Let's do or and get her on the show as well. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. We're huge fans of hers. And uh, But this book in particular, you know, um, it's sort of teaches you to to see some of these places that you pass by when you're driving on the expressway in a little bit different type of a, a light you get to see these um you know the rustic barns and places al- along the the highway in a different perspective and because well, there's sometimes it looks beautiful from a distance but there's also much darkness there as well there's there's dark yeah it, it, there's there's a lot of darkness there's a lot of uh uh complications and problems and then under that there's there's a even more ancient type of a beauty there yes a core yeah yes so I, I would recommend this to anybody that lives in Michigan. I, I thought it was a phenomenal book. So that's American Salvage by Bonnie Jo Campbell. And and what, you've got a few more. Shall we? Sure. Um, it's short story month, which we're <laughs> celebrating in store. We have a short whole st- wall of short stories, which is great. Um, um, I think short stories are a wonderful wonderful thing, although they don't get the highest praise always. Um, I think they really showcase some writers' best work. Um, and one of my favorites, which is new, is called A Guide to Being Born by Romana Asabel. She um, kind of has a magical realism, kind of fantastical stories, um, which, um, and in this collection, A Guide to Being Born, as you can tell from the story, is kind of an exploration of of love and birth so it goes stories go from love to conception to gestation to birth and it's kind of oh um, that's wonderful yeah so what an interesting structure to have in place for it yeah and the title then so perfect it's, not just catchy exactly i mean it's kind of weird and quirky in an amy bender type of way but it's it's really fun and i definitely suggest it so a guide to being born by ramona Aspel. Wonderful. Now, is that also new out? Yes, this just came out last month. um, And she also has a novel, um, um, which is called No One Is Here Except All of Us, which kind of is also magical realism um, and and a great read. Wonderful. This is so great to see all these new books. (laughs) And so hopefully we will be able to bring more of these writers through town that aren't just necessarily coming connected to the university um well which is so great we're so lucky to have all of the the zell visiting writers series and all the people that come or live here and write here um but 
was a bit of a, a, a blow when Borders and Shaman Drum closed up. And, and Nicholas is doing great having people come through, too. They do a wonderful job with events. And, yes. and I think um, they are overwhelmed with the amount of events that they have. It's really great. Um, and so we're trying to support it in new ways. Like we're, we're supporting a lot of the, the local writers and having them in and, and really showcasing their work. Um, yeah, I, and I think that we're going to build our event schedule over time. Right now, it's it's slowly going up, getting up to speed. But yeah, we definitely want to bring in in more authors. Um, definitely literary fiction and poetry being, and and probably you know some of the social sciences um, focusing on those as well. Because literary fiction, that's what you want the store, the the shop to be sort yeah, of that's, known. Exactly. That's the focus of the store and the majority of our inventory, at least upstairs, is definitely literary fiction. So, um, yeah, we, we intend to bring bring more authors in and kind of build the conversation around literary fiction, which I think should be great. And this is um, so but it also what is wonderful, it sounds like, is that you're interested in very contemporary current people working now as well as the literary fiction that not we should all read, but oh, like the, the Great Gatsby, for example. I think that's your number one seller right With now. With the movie, people couldn't get enough of the Gatsby. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if only he knew. <laughs> I guess if only we could have a seance and say... You, you it all turned out okay. <laughs> it turned out all right. Someone's doing really well now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but And what a beautiful story. And to know, like, oh, it's, you know, this is lasting work. Right, exactly. And we do it's great we sell a good mixture between the classics and more contemporary fiction so that's both are supported in the store and so literati bookshop at 124 east washington street at the corner of fourth you've got living writers i'm t hetzel we're gonna take a short break and hear more from hillary and mike when we're back <laughs> I'm T. Hetzel. Today, I'm lucky to have the owners of Literati Books, 124 East Washington Street at the corner of 4th Avenue, under construction, but you can still get there. The bookshop is not under construction. There's just a little road work going Sidewalks on. Sidewalks are open. <laughs> yes. And do not be deterred. It's an adventure. <laughs> and there's super easy access off Washington. Yeah, too. parking right so, across the street, which so is great. No problem. No worries. So books, books, books. And then this Friday, you've got... Um, a, a reader, uh, Gal will be reading from his book Bodies, 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 Bodies. Yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be here on Friday at eight p.m. Um, and and he'll be reading from his new collection, which is published by Redbeard Press out of um, Neutral Zone, which is also just down the street. So, 
so building community. Exactly. And great books. Right. Um, well, speaking of um, maybe even expanding, like thinking about the community, Ann Arbor, and then Michigan, Michigan at large. Yeah. National. Um, you've got, Hillary, you've got another book in front of you here. <laughs> yeah, it's um, Let the Great World Spin by Colin McCann, who has a new book coming out um, tra- called Transcontinental. It's not out yet, but it will be. And he will be speaking um, up in Traverse City as part of the National Writers Series, which is um a really fantastic series. They bring in great authors um, from in all different subject matters to talk. And um, they had Escape from the author of Escape from Camp 14 earlier this year. Um, and 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 they're going to have Colin McCann on June, June 6th, 6th. Thursday. Yeah. And it should be wonderful. Um, Let the Great World Spin won the National Book Award um, a few years ago and is one of our favorites. Um, it's set in New York in the 1970s um, and follows a number of different characters and where they all are in their lives at the moment that um, the man is walking the wire. Um, wonderful, yes. Yeah, between yes. The, the Twin Towers. So um, one of Michael's favorites as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and this is this is a solid recommendation. It's it's a little bit heavy, but um, if you like heavy books, this is definitely the book to read. And if you like kind of the polyphonic novels of that that show many different voices and kind of all connect in a way, much like Jennifer Egan's um, Visit from the Goon Squad, it kind of has that feel to it. It's been called sort of what the the the, the best book the, written about New York. New York. Yeah. Which is a bold statement, but yeah, yes, it's, it's, we love bold statements. Too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really great, um, and and definitely one that we, for any lover of New York, New York City. And I have a book here um, with upcoming graduations. You know, uh, high school graduations specifically. Um, I don't know if you've seen the "This Is Water" video that's circulating around. Um, what somebody did is uh, David Foster Wallace, who is one of our favorite writers, uh, he gave a graduation speech at Kenyon, and that oh, speech was yes. turned into a video, um, which is now viral. The speech was made, I think, 10 years ago, but now this video is being circulated around. And that's around. a great speech. It's a great speech. It's a great message. We have uh, that book in the store for sale, but what um, a lot of people don't understand is that you know Foster Wallace is really famous for... In addition to his fiction, like Infinite Jest, his nonfiction essays, his essays. are phenomenal. Um, and so, you know, we, every month at Literati, we do staff picks. Um, so my staff pick for May was a supposedly fun thing I'll never do again, which is David Foster Wallace on a cruise. And you will never look at cruise ships the same way ever, ever again. And you might never want to take one ever, ever again. But this is a phenomenal essay, and I think everybody should read it. Well, wonderful. And it's such a great, a great title, too, isn't it? A supposedly yeah. fun thing. Yeah. Um, but we're huge Foster Wallace fans, and uh, he's one of our top-selling authors. Yeah. His essay collections and, of course, Infinite Jest seem to be a fan favorite among our customers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it seems like you share so many books that you love in in common because you say our like it's it's like you have this passion like our favorite and that yeah i think part of it is you know we're reading books and we're we'll be so excited about something and that we just want to talk about it with each other and so you're like here you should read this book and it is kind of nice that we do have similar taste in books it would be but you know i think what helped us bond in the beginning was sharing books together and and also broadened our reading tastes as well. You know, I think by by sharing things that I wouldn't, I don't read a lot of nonfiction, but Michael would recommend a lot of nonfiction to me, which was great. Um, and and I think that, that goes for many people. And part of what we want the store to be is just a place to share ideas and to discover new, 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 new ideas um, and new authors and and new genres. One of the most amazing things, I'm, I'm usually in the basement in the office and, and, and in, in my man cave, and, and one of the most amazing things I notice is that, at least in the basement, uh, we don't particularly 
um, hand sell books as much as we thought. What people will do is they'll come in with a significant other after going to ABC or Amadeus. Um, they'll come in, they'll walk around, and a woman will grab a book and turn to her husband and say, have you read this? You have to read this. And he'll take a look at it and then he'll buy it. And that happens pretty much nightly on an every night basis. And it's amazing. And what's missing in sort of the ebook world, what, what's amazing about opening this bookstore is hearing and seeing educated people talking so articulately about all these amazing books and then sharing these books and then um, spreading all these books that we've They love along and it's between family members or friends or even strangers. There have been a few fun interactions we've witnessed between strangers sharing books with each other, which is lovely, you know, and why we want to exist is to create this, this space where they can do that. We're creating a space that's open and welcoming for sharing ideas. So exactly. you walk in there and you sense it. And so you could even start talking with a stranger. Right. You feel comfortable doing that. Because you, you wouldn't other Right. Because right? exactly. you both love books. Right. Uh, we have a typewriter in our basement yeah. that anybody can come and type little <laughs> messages. And sometimes we, we or the staff type little, you know, what is your favorite book or describe a dream or something, some sort of a agenda a or message. Prompt. Yeah, prompt. Um, <laughs> but other times people will just come in and type on the typewriter and, and it's so popular with kids. The adults stare at it and just kind of, you know, look at it with some disdain. But the kids <laughs> will come and look at it and they think it's this, you know, new, crazy, newfound yes. device that creates, you know, these, you, you know, you can see your printed word on a real piece of paper and they get so excited. And the best, the best moment I saw <laughs> in the basement was a, a, a son um, and, a, and a father and they were typing messages to each other, not talking on the typewriter. And I thought that was, that was wonderful. That's sort of, what we want the bookstore to be all about. Yeah. Maybe, this just gave me an idea, maybe I could open a typewriter shop next to your shop. Oh, that'd be perfect. People want to buy the typewriters we have on display. Michael's not ready to part with no, them you yet. Can't. Yeah, I have I an emotional investment with the typewriters. But, but if, people want to buy them. Like Every day we have multiple requests, like, are these for sale? Can we buy them from you? And I think... So there might a be a market a for my typewriter. And a type, exactly. With a typewriter repairman, yeah, would be, yeah. Would or be repair wonderful. Or repair woman. <laughs> I meant that in the general. You meant uh, it in like the Monty Python <laughs> bicycle repairman sort of. No, that was no. But it would do so well. It would do so well. <laughs> okay, so maybe ideas to come here. Well, maybe you have a new neighbor. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. That'd be perfect. I love the idea of this, like sharing ideas through books. And, and it, it reminds me of that, like if people are walking by and they don't, they don't necessarily know that they want to tell this other person or loved one about the book, but then you see it there. Right. So right. it's that it creates a moment. Exactly. And it becomes, yeah, it becomes a moment and, and then a, that you wouldn't otherwise have to connect with somebody in, in a different way that you don't normally in your technology overlord <laughs> life you know what i mean it's just it's you're just like different. Scan, you're like oh amazon has just shown me this fabulous author's page quick come over here and yeah. look at it it's hard to imagine hard. that being the same i mean there's a place for it and there's a way to get information sure. from it but we love to go over to people's apartments and look at their bookshelves and then strike up conversations about what they have on their bookshelves. It's just a it's just a, a good way to get to know somebody on a different level. Like nobody would, you know, talk about let the great world spin just um, on happenstance. But if you see it in their bookshelf, you can say, oh, I read that. And then you can have maybe a deeper um, connection with the person. Right. Or you could just carry it around with you and ride the bus <laughs> around town until someone, someone... <laughs> recognizes the greatness of the book and says something. That happens on, in, in New York. That on happened the on subway. the subways. Um, I would see strangers all the time reading books and striking up conversations about those books. Um, maybe so, Anna yeah. will get a subway system. <laughs> or the bus. ride the bus more. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we take the bus to work, and we haven't yet had the book conversation, but who's to say it won't happen? Oh, you guys <laughs> should start planting books on the bus and then take short videos. Exactly. Of it's been so great to talk with you both today yes. and to meet you to know you're in the community um, and thank you for bringing more of a like building community so you're not only embraced by it thankfully I'm glad yes, we're so thankful for that but you're building it too building it's a, more it's well, a that, process it's a marathon that's what we hope to, that's what we hope to do is is 
you know, build up the community that's already here and just bring a new piece to the puzzle that, that makes Ann Arbor the wonderful town that it is. And we thank you so much for having us on. This is wonderful. This has been great. Well, you'll have to come back again. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you both so much. Yeah. Um, Literati Books, 124 East Washington Street at the corner of 4th. I've been speaking today with Mike Gustafson. Gustaf- <laughs> Almost got through You're it. nailing Mike. it for 59 minutes. <laughs> and Hillary Lau. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks again to Stephanie for engineering. I'm T. Hetzel. Until next time. Well, I met my baby in the ministry of love. Well, I met my baby. In the ministry of love She wrapped herself around me Sent me to the stars above I'll miss the thought policeman I don't want to do no wrong No miss the thought policeman I don't want to do no wrong it's my duty to the party Love my baby all night long My mama joined the party My daddy was a pro I was conceived one evening In the ministry of old Oh, big brother Have mercy on me Big brother, have mercy on me You know I love my baby I love to hear my baby chanting slogans in the street. I love to hear my baby chanting slogans in the street. Wearing military clothing, she always looks so sweet. Big brother is a watching, watching on the telescreen. Big brother is a watching, watching on the telescreen. So hard, I get so fatigued. Sometimes I think I'll join the junior anti sex. Dundee, downtown Detroit, Dearborn, Carlton, 